0: Good morning, good afternoon, or good evening. Tom Moran here from Tom's Big Spiders. First up, hope that everybody had a fantastic holiday and a happy new year. I did give thought to doing a podcast in between the other two, but it just with the holidays coming, it just wasn't in the cards. So I do hope that everybody got everything they wanted for Christmas or the holidays. I do hope that everybody had a great time on New Year's Eve and wasn't too, in too bad a shape New Year's Day. We played it very low-key here, we usually do, but it was fun. Just hung out with the family, watched the movies, and went the bed. That was about it. So to kick off this new year, I figured it'd be fun to take on a controversial topic, one of the most controversial topics in the tarantula hobby. It's one that I've actually covered before. I did an article about it on my website, and then I believe I did a podcast a a long time ago. It might have been three years ago, but as we creep towards season five, I figured it'd be a cool way to end season four with it because since then, we have picked up a lot more listeners, and it's a topic that I... Usually what ends up happening is I'm talking about a certain species or something, and this one will come up, and I'll go, you know what, I've handled... I've I've talked about that before. We're not going to get into that here. I am talking about handling... Handling, financial handling, it is still a hot-button topic. It's, I think, always going to be a hot-button topic. It's going to be one of those things like political parties or religion and whatnot that when you're in a group – with a bunch of tarantula enthusiasts. There's going to be many on one side, there's going to be many on the other side, and nobody's going to want to meet at the middle on this one. And I've been kind of, I don't want to say ambivalent about it, but I have, I'm very open-minded to both sides of it. When I wrote the article, I I think I did it as a tarantula controversies back in the day where you would take one of these quote-unquote big tarantula hobby controversies and break down what are the arguments for both sides. And then at the end, I'd kind of give my stance on it. So, I will kind of cover it. this way. We're going to go through and we're going to take a totally different approach to it this time because I've been doing a lot of thinking about it, basically, because there isn't a Week that goes by that I don't receive some type of comment from somebody asking during rehousing, why don't you just pick the spider up and put it into the new enclosure? Oftentimes with an expletive afterwards or some type of derogatory statement that is supposed to question my manhood. It's it's pretty pathetic and ridiculous. And usually I politely, like I usually do to folks that are trolling, or some are probably not trolling, some that's how... They look at that and they go, why is this guy being such a baby? Pick the spider and put it in there. So I try to give my two cents or I just link them to the article and just be done with it. But there's been a new thing happening lately that has been kind of interesting because I've had a lot of folks that have either emailed or left comments on videos. And it's always something along the lines of, hey, Tom. A huge fan of your stuff. I've been watching all your videos. I've been watching the podcast, whatever. And then they get into, hey, I was wondering, what is the best tarantula I should get if I want to handle? I really want to handle my tarantula. What is the best species to handle? Or, hey, Tom, um, I love this spider. This is a great video. I love all your information. Is this a good one to handle? And sometimes it's on some really ridiculous species. Like I had one that was, it was H. pulchrapes. And somebody came on, yeah, you said it'd be a good uh, old, uh, beginner old world. Is this a good one to handle? And so those are the ones I really really have to take seriously when I respond back because I want to make sure that I don't, you know, the last thing I want to do is admonish these people and there so they're like, you know, you don't handle anything. I don't handle anything. But on the other hand, I want to make sure that they're informed before they handle. So for folks to come in just asking, you know, I want to get a beginner species, which is the best beginner species to handle. I usually refer them to my video, the top 13 best, quote unquote, best beginner species as chosen by hobbyists. And I also give them a link to that article I did on handling so that they have some at least some background information about handling that not everybody handles here's the pros and the cons so they're at least aware but it's been happening a lot lately and on again on weird videos on, on with certain species that I would not normally expect people to say hey can I handle that it, it's it can be frustrating because there's times like there's it's happened on a couple times on videos where I've put at the end of the video you know I go through the video I talk about the fact they have extra venom potency I talk about the fact they can be more defensive and then at the end I will say, is this a good beginner species? No, it's not because of, and then people will come on and go, so would this be a good one to handle? And it's like, all right, you didn't watch the video, did you? But I think part of the issue is I haven't covered the topic in quite some time. Like I said, I usually dance around it because it's just, it's one that deserves its own episode. Like this isn't something you just kind of in the middle of a podcast or in the middle of a video go, Hey, by the way, a note about handling, because it's not a simple, black and white answer as far as I'm concerned. And this is where some people are going to bristle because there's going to be folks out there, oh no, it's totally black and white. I can handle my spiders if I want to handle them. On the other side, it's going to be, oh, it's totally black and white. You should not be handling your spiders under any circumstances whatsoever. And I just, I do see both sides of it. So what we're going to do, we're going to start off by breaking it down by talking about not just so much the pros and cons of handling, because I've done that before, but the reasons people handle, the reasons people decide, hey, you know what, I need to have this big five, six inch hairy arachnid in my hand crawling around back and forth. What are the reasons for it? And I found over the years, and I sat, I started thinking about this several months ago, there are only a handful of reasons people would want to do this in the first place, and you can kind of group people into each of these reasons, which makes it, I think, a little easier, for me, it makes it a little easier for, to, for me to wrap my mind around why do why are people so passionate about this on both sides of it, and why are people so passionate about having to handle them in the first place? Now, let me get this out of the way right off the bat. I have alluded to it before that when I first got the queen back in the nineties, it was with the full intent of eventually handling her. That was the whole end game of this was to eventually handle her and go look it. I've gotten over my fear of spiders, and part of that was because I came into the hobby with the idea with the misconception that everybody held their spiders in the hobby that was part of being a hobbyist and I think a lot of people come into the hobby a lot of folks that are just finding tarantulas with the idea that that is the end game. You get your tarantulas and eventually you handle them. Or not just the end game, it's just part of the hobby. That's how you move them. That's how you show them off to friends. And I think this is because, A, a lot of folks, when they first see tarantulas, they're at zoos and events. I remember having somebody come to my school when I was, oh gosh, like like fourth grade. We had these people come in to show off a bunch of animals. And one of the animals they showed off was a rose hair, a Jeep rosea. And I remember a friend of mine, Kelly, was the one that got to handle it. And they put it in her hands, and she walked around the entire class. Now this spider could have easily jump to its death. Thinking back at it, you know, we're in the hard, the gym with the hard floors. But she walked around and showed everybody the spider, and that was the first time I had seen somebody handle one right in front of me. And my buddy Kelly sitting there holding a spider right in front of me, and that had a profound impact on my view of the hobby, or at least started to. Right then and there, that you had to handle them because I remember being like, I was too chicken to hold that spider. I wanted to be the one to walk around with that spider, and I remember getting up in line, looking at that thing, going, Nope. And watching her do it and go, someday, that's going to be me. So I think a lot of us do, at first, see spiders in those demonstrations where people are handling them, they're showing off. I can't tell you how many people have told me that the first time they saw a live tarantula was at a reptile expo or some type of science event where there were folks going around showing them off and they said, oh my gosh, I, I couldn't wait to handle one myself. It just looked amazing to have that animal in your hands. A lot of people come in with that type of viewpoint, that this is something you have to. The other thing, and this is more current, obviously back in the 90s, it was just when the internet was just starting. There wasn't a lot. This is back in the day where you'd have the dial up where it'd make all the weird noises when you're trying to download a picture. And if you were lucky and you downloaded a picture, you'd, you'd start downloading it. It would go line by line by line. I hope some of you folks out there, older folks are going, oh, I remember that. You'd go have dinner, come back. The picture was half loaded. There wasn't a lot out there that you could find online about tarantulas. Nowadays, we have all the social media. We have YouTube, Instagram. I've seen stuff. I, the other day, TikTok, it was somebody playing with a spider. It's like, you gotta be kidding me. We have all that stuff out there that people see that folks go on and they want to show off their animals and it's like, here, here's my G polkra sitting right on my hand. And they always do the handle at your own risk thing afterwards. Or here is my HMAC and it's up my arm. And it, a lot of people, that's their exposure to these animals. That's the first thing they see is these Instagram photos or short videos or YouTube videos with somebody handling these spiders. So guess what? They don't even stop to think for a split second that that might be not the normal or that might be frowned upon by a huge part of the hobby. In their mind, that's what you do. If I went on a site where they were playing with foxes, guess what? I would expect them to be cuddling with the foxes. If I went on a site where they're showing off their pet rats, I expect them to be handling the rats. It's all, we create that image of the hobby that this is just a normal part of, the, part of the hobby and people don't seem to pay as much attention to the folks that don't show off that behavior, that don't show them off handling and holding them. So, To start our reasons for handling, the first one I've kind of alluded to and I will put it out, I'm only starting it with this one because it was my reason for wanting to handle. It's getting over the fear of it. For many folks... That moment where they first hold a tarantula and it goes successfully, or it's a successful handle, and I will get back to that in a moment because this can have a negative side to it. The first moment where they have one of these guys in their hand, it's profound. It's huge. And I can tell you from experience, because I can remember holding back what used to be Eulathus species red, later on H. chalensis, homeoma chalensis. The first time I had one in my hand, it was amazing to see, for me to just sit there and see how far I'd come from being somebody that would see a spider in the corner of the room and freak out to now I'm holding what at the time seemed like a huge one in my hand. And a couple times I handled a couple different ones after that, and it was for me a big part of me getting over that fear of spiders. Now, did I make a habit of it? No, I don't, and I'll get to that more at the end of this, but it was a huge event for me. The couple times I did it, it was it's hard to explain to somebody that didn't start off arachnophobic what it's like to have on your hand and not feel afraid of it, and to have it just calmly walking around exploring and to not look at it like a spider anymore like the way I used to look at spiders which was something to be feared that was a huge huge event and I've spoken to many other people over the years that have had similar type experiences and that have done it in a similar way where they were like hey you know what I did handle a couple times early on and it was more so because I was getting over my fear and I just wanted to have that experience of it now the con and many people will jump in to show what the you know the downside of that can be if you're trying to handle a spider, a tarantula to get over your fear, and you're not over it yet, and that spider does something unpredictable, it bolts up your arm, God forbid it starts to fall and uses its fangs, they can use their fangs to try to grip, and you think you're getting bitten, or hairs you, or bites you, not only is that going to jeopardize you getting over your fear, because I can tell you right now, I've shared the story Ad nauseum about trying to handle the queen for the first time and having her had a feeding response and striking at the book I was using to try to guide her into my hand. If she had bitten me that day, I probably wouldn't be here right now because A, I would have, that would have killed any attempt of mine to get over my fear of spiders. I would have been absolutely terrified of them after that. And B, the other thing that people point out, the detractors of handling point out, your reaction, most people's reaction when they get bit is to flick their hand. So, I have heard instances, sadly, of folks who tried to handle their spiders. They get bit. Their first reaction is to jerk their hand back. The spider's fangs are still in, the spider goes flying, and then you have a dead spider. So, it puts this is one of those situations where if it goes well, yes, it's profound. However, if it doesn't go well, you're at risk and the spider's at risk. So that's how this whole thing kind of bounces back and forth is that I can see the side, having been there, having held that spider, I can see the side of it. But if somebody came up to me and said, what if that little H. Chalensis had gotten scared and bit you? I would have been screwed. I would have been, that would have been a bad situation. So I, that's where it starts that the argument starts to form. But I think for folks that really are getting into the hobby We that start off arachnophobic. It is a huge moment, and I think there are some folks that get into it with, I just wanted, I can't tell you how many folks I've talked to over the years who have told me, hey, I just did it a couple times to just kind of be able to say to myself. It wasn't to show off. There weren't pictures of it. There weren't video of it. I wasn't putting it online to say, hey, look what I'm doing. It was a personal thing. And as that's pretty much what I did, I understand that argument. But again, when somebody comes back, and I've had it happen when people have gone, you know, you held the spider. What had happened if it had bit you? They're right. They're absolutely right. There's no denying it. So again, the handling to get over fear, I think is important to people. I think the people that have done it Can will argue and will agree with me that it was something that was a very important event in their, you know, not only in their just general lives, because that's a step towards no longer being afraid of something you've been irrationally afraid of for quite some time. But it's also a big step in the hobby for them because once you're able to handle them, you're usually able to do rehousing to stuff that there's less of a fear there. There's a slimmer chance you're going to get spooked or something during the rehousing and create an error that's going to result in your spider escaping or getting harmed or you getting bit. I just think overall it's a big step. But when the folks come back and argue, but what happens if it goes wrong? They have a valid point. Now, the, uh, the another big one that we get quite a bit is folks that want to handle their spiders and, and their tarantulas because they want to be closer to their pets. And by closer, I mean, I just came from downstairs where I was sitting at one point with three dogs on my lap. I absolutely adore my dogs. I cuddle with my dogs constantly. I pet my dogs constantly. It's a good thing they like being petted because it's... I'm, I need four arms because we have four dogs and I'll start petting one. Another one will come over and I'm literally trying to pet them all. I'm hugging them. One of them jumped up my bed this morning, was sleeping with us for a little while. Like a lot of people get into the hobby with the idea that, hey, spiders are no, like they they love these animals and they treat them the same way they would treat a, any other furry animal for lack of a better term, a bunny, a rat, a cat, a gerbil. They want to handle it. They want to show that affection. They want to see that affection Reciprocated. And this can be somewhat of a problem in the hobby when folks try to anthropomorphize their animals. Basically, they give them human characteristics that aren't present. Now, I, unfortunately, there are folks out there that have seen things with their spiders that they've seen with their own eyes, they've experienced things that have convinced them that their spiders. Love them or for lack of a better term or showing them affection and these are difficult discussions for me to have with people because they believe it and it sounds like I'm just being mean and nasty when I'm like hey I know what you think you've seen I know that spider looked like that it responded to its name and climbed up in your hand and I I will freely admit that we have a long ways to go before we can truly understand and, and say that we understand the intellect of spiders but where we're at now there are no signs that they should be affectionate can we see some learned behaviors yes but bottom line is and I always throw this out there you may have a spider it's the tamest spider in the world you pick it up you can handle it you can pet it the spider may molt and have a totally different temperament after that that's not a tame animal then if my dog I was down there petting my dog kissing her face if she molts she's not going to suddenly become vicious. That's not how it works. Animals that are tamed down, they've been conditioned to accept and some some cases tolerate some cases actually enjoy human contact that's not the case with spiders you're not going to get that but unfortunately people love these animals I talk to folks that love their spiders in the same way some folks love their dogs cats horses other domesticated animals or animals you know the big furry ones that you can hug and they want to be able to show the same type of affection they show with those animals with their spiders and unfortunately it just doesn't work that way I get it I totally understand there are spiders up here I find, I'm sitting in a room full of them, that I find to be absolutely adorable. And I can't imagine if I had, like, I have a bunch, so I can distract myself from thoughts of, hey, I really want to take this one and handle it. I got other things to do. Somebody that only has a handful of spiders or just getting into the hobby, and this is going to be their one spider, they want to feel like there's a connection. People want to feel connected to their pets. And this is why I think some folks out there, and this could be another whole topic, don't refer to tarantulas as their pets. There's there's a whole contingency of people out there like they're not pets. There's a whole contingency of people out there that do think they're like pets. And we're not gonna get into that one because it's another debate into itself. But I do think that there are a huge group of people out there that come in, they grab these animals and they will not be deterred. They come in wanting to handle them. That These are the folks that will say, hey, they'll watch a video where I say I don't handle and they'll go, will this be a good one to handle? And I try to explain to them that you can't always, I, I put it on all the videos, temperaments may vary from spider to spider and from molt to molt. Meaning I right now have three G poker peas that are darlings, absolute darlings. Like I wouldn't think twice if I was into handling about taking these guys out, handling the show people, beautiful, awesome, amazing, calm spiders. I just talked to somebody that went on one of my Jeep poker piece videos and said that theirs is a total monster, Th- throws up a threat posture, uh, slaps it to anything when you do any type of work inside the enclosure. So it can differ from spider to spider. And that's kind of a very key point because I can't tell you when you come to me and go, hey, I really want a spider that I can share quality time with. I can't tell you which species will be good for that because it can change. It depends on the species. You may go out and buy a spider that I have 20 of that are all tame and you may get the wild one. You may get the defensive one. So it's a tough one there and I don't think people appreciate that and then there's the contingency they're like I can tame them down and we have a lot of folks that when I start to tell them listen you want to be really careful when handling because you could find yourself in a situation with a spider that's not going to tolerate. They go well I can tame it down right and to an extent I have seen, I have talked to people that have shown me some decent, compelling evidence that they have managed to quote-unquote tame down spiders to the point where handling them frequently as slings, growing up through juveniles, through adults, they seem to be more tolerant of handling than some of the other ones they got, but... Then there comes the molting thing. What happens when they molt? And then suddenly the temperament changes. It's it's not they they're not predictable animals in that respect. So unfortunately, I do get I I one hundred percent get. I love my animals. I talk. If you watch my videos, I'm constantly talking to them when we're doing rehousings. I treat them or talk to them in the same way I would talk to a hairy animal that's actually listening to me and responding to me. I can't help it. I get it. However. If you're looking for a pet that's going to reciprocate your affection, you're looking at the wrong pet if you're eyeing a tarantula. That's, I, I will not back down from that, and I know there's going to be folks out there that go, hey, but mine's super, I get it, you, you that's awesome, you have a tame one, but the, the majority of them you're not going to get that affection reciprocated. So that's, I think, a big reason the anthropomorphization of the animals is a huge reason that people want to handle them. It's nice because every once in a while somebody will come to me and they'll be like, hey, I want to handle. And then I'll hear from them later on They're like, yeah, I did some research. I got them. I realize it's best for me and the spider if I don't handle. I don't have to handle them in order to be close to them. For me, feeding them when I and I'll, I'll throw that out there from somebody that, you know, does love their pets, does love to handle, you know, their pets and play with the fuzzy animals and whatnot. Feeding them is a huge time for me. I just like that. That's the quote unquote, the closeness I get for them where I'm providing them with a meal. I watch them eat. They're getting the takedowns. They're getting fed, I'm delighted, there's that moment of closeness where I feel like I'm, it's it's in the care that I get my, uh, my feeling of closeness to my animals. If I'm taking good care of them, changing their water dish, pulling the boluses out, whatever it may be feeding them, that's where I feel close to the animals, because that's that's our interaction. My animal needs me to to have the necessities to live. I'm happy to provide them and I get great joy out of watching them eat. I mean, that's the point where you can almost, that's almost the point where I can anthropomorphize them, where I watch them greedily grabbing up these crickets and like kind of give me a little thumbs up like, thanks Tom, that was good. I know it doesn't happen, but you have to find other ways to try to do that. So unfortunately, if you're coming into the hobby with the mindset that I'm going to be close with my animal, that we're going to have that close relationship that I have with other pets. It's it's not really the right way to come at it because that's going to set you up for, and, and, you know, worst case scenario, disappointment. When you realize, although there are some folks that come in, they will not be dissuaded. They, it doesn't matter what they see or what they hear. They still think they have that closest there. But bottom line, it's you're not going to get that affection reciprocated. And that's something important to know. And it's something that a lot of people grapple with. And usually what happens is, like I said, you you get used to it. There's more to to tarantula keeping than handling. That is such a small facet. Even for the people that do it, there's so much more involved in there that you you can still enjoy your animals. You can still enjoy that feeling of closeness that you get with a pet, just not with the cuddles. Now, the next reason I've seen that people handle their tarantulas, and this one was kind of a hard one to categorize, but I've run into a lot of these folks. We're going to call it indifference. Uh, it's not so much that they're coming in to handle because they like the handle tarantulas. They think they're cute and cuddly. It's not so much that they think it's manly or cool to show off. It's the folks that come in a lot of times from other hobbies. So. They have kept other exotics like reptiles, lizards, snakes, amphibians, frogs, you know, other stuff. And they've always handled like when I kept snakes, I was always handling my snakes and they come into the hobby and they get tarantulas and they just do the same thing. It's like, all right, what do you do? You handle them. You pick them up, you move them. In this instance or this situation, the handling is almost perfunctory. It's it's not done for any effect. It's not done for affection. It's not done to show off. It's done because it's just part of their husbandry. They figure, hey, I have the spider. I'm going to get it on my hand and pick it up, move it. It's the easiest way to do it. And these are the guys that are tough sometimes when they leave comments because these are the ones that roll in when I do a husbandry video and I'm using a catch cup for what they see as a very laid back beginner tarantula and they come on why are you being such a baby about it? just pick the thing up and move it and it's a tough one to argue because they are probably going ahead and picking up and moving their tarantulas and they don't understand why I'm being so cautious and then we start the whole debate about you know why don't you just pick it up and I start talking about how I practice good technique across the board like all my spiders so when I do get an old world I'm just very practiced in it I treat them the same way blah 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 blah, blah. and they have a hard time understanding because in their mind it's just part of the hobby they're indifferent to it it's not they don't understand they're not handling it for fun in their mind it's just how you move the animal so there's a group of folks out there with that kind of mindset. The ones that are just like, hey, man, just pick it up or just shoo it over. It's no problem. And they probably do this. I, I've spoken to folks to do this with old worlds. I, I talked to a guy he's like, yeah, I just rehoused an OBT. I just carefully used a brush and I got it on my hand. And I moved it over to the other enclosure. And these are people with videos. They're not doing it for any other reason, except that's how they do things. So it's not they don't have a pony in the race, so to speak, where it comes to hand Handling versus anti handling. It's more just that's how they perform husbandry. That's how they do it. We can argue to her blue in the face. About the fact that that's well, a lot of us would find that reckless, and it's not the right way to do things. And obviously, I would argue to us blue in the face that there is no need to ever pick up a tarantula during a rehousing. You can do it completely without ever having any contact with the spider. You can even do it in such a way that there's zero chance of escaping. It's just some folks. That's how they. had seen them at shows before, where they just pick spider. Hey, yeah, I'll hold this one. They take it, pick it up. They don't get the fuss. They're not afraid of them at all. They're not worried about bites. To them, it's just that's how you manage animals. That's how they work with animals. They pick their snakes up. They pick their lizards up. They pick their spiders up. So we're going to call it indifference, but it's the ones that really aren't into the whole argument aspect of it. That's just how they do things. And they find it very weird when they see people being extra cautious with them. Now, for the last one, this has become a big one now with social media. You have Instagram. You have YouTube. You see a lot of it out there. Folks that are handling their spiders, taking pictures of their spiders on their hands. A lot of times it's just new world species, which is one thing. Often lately, I've seen a lot of people handling old world species, which I've already stated my view that there's, I don't see any reason whatsoever for somebody to handle an old-world tarantula, but folks doing it to kind of show off, the show-offs, the ones that are either showing off to their friends. Now, this this is not all social media-based because I know for a fact there are folks that pick these up. Younger guys are, are often guilty of this, and when they pick them up because they can have their friends come over and go, hey, you got to check out this, and they take out their tarantula and they're like, you know, ooze and ahs. There's a huge contingency of people that, A, think that it's cool to handle them, that it's a sign of bravery, that it's a sign of their masculinity or manhood. Like, look at I'm holding this scary spider. And sadly, we talked about, you know, people getting into the hobby for the wrong reasons. A lot of those folks that get into the, wrong re- into the hobby for the wrong reasons, they are 100% into it so they can show off how cool they are with this scary animal. These are the ones that do stupid things with them, like put them on their friends where they're sleeping and scare their friends with them as jokes. In these instances, there is often a lot of immaturity involved. The idea that by handling these animals, you're somehow making yourself look brave. It's it's sad, but it happens quite a bit. I I've alluded to before that I will people contact me and literally ask what is the scariest, most aggressive tarantula out there. I would like to get it. And we know why they want to get it because they're going to get a little adrenaline high off keeping it. They're going to show off their friends. They're going to be able to say, hey, you know what? This here, this is a scary spider. Watch when I pick it up or watch when I let it out in my room, whatever it may be. There's a whole group of folks that want to handle merely so that they can show off. Not to, we're not talking about the folks that go out and handle to show people, hey, look at these are actually not the scary animals that many think they are. As we mentioned earlier, a lot of folks have seen people handle them at science presentations or in nature conservatories or zoos, and that was a big moment for them because they suddenly saw the animal as less threatening than they did before. So a lot of people that argue for handling will mention that as being part of it. You know, you're showing off handling in order to have people recognize they're not as bad as people think they are. We're not talking about those kind of people. We're talking about people that are going to take the spider, throw it in your face, watch you scream, laugh, show it to somebody else, put it on their pillow do all kinds of stupid things, or the ones that are even worse, the ones that are doing it online, posting pictures on Instagram and posting videos on YouTube of them handling in a way to get views or to get attention, and that happens quite a bit, because I will tell you right now, if I were to go up tomorrow and put up, I don't know, we'll say, I'm holding my vicious spider, and it's me holding, I don't know, I, I get my OBT out and hold it in my hand. I can tell you right now the views of that video would skyrocket right off the bat. It's it's a no-brainer. All I have to do is put some handling super aggressive defensive tarantula. People would see that OBT in the thumbnail in my hand, and it would be all kinds of people flocking me. Hopefully, the majority of them telling me what a dummy I am for doing it, but it would get all kinds of people that normally aren't into the hobby to sit there and go, ooh, and, and you could see how the discussions would go. Somebody would be like, oh, that's a pretty spider, and somebody else would go, that's an OBT. Those things are demonic. They'll kill you. They'll eat your children. You can see how it goes. So uh, every once in a while, I will see footage up of somebody handling an old world tarantula, whether it be one of the baboon species, whether it be a piece of species. I've seen a lot of those over the years. I have a buddy of mine that's done it a couple of times. He has a big, beautiful P. regalis that he has handled before. Big female, huge female, and he's handled her before. And I kind of, I'll admit, I watch it, I'm fascinated, but on the other side of it, I'm looking at like, oh my God, that thing bolts or bites. But There are folks that do it because you can put it up, you can get views and likes, and it's going to draw a lot of attention to you if you're trying to build the channel and you start doing stuff like that. Yes, it's going to get a lot of views. Sure, you're going to get people that come on that chastise you for handling it, but you're going to get a lot, potentially a lot more other people that don't know much about the hobby that come on that are just amazed that you're holding the spider. So this one bothers me a bit only because it does perpetuate that idea that they Everybody handles their tarantulas. It's I've seen folks who just said, yeah, I saw this guy handling it. It's apparently not that bad, especially with the old worlds. That one really freaks me out because you don't want... The people that are handling these have spent a long time with their spiders. They've been around spiders for probably many years. They're the type of people, if they get bit, you're probably not going to hear about it. So... When people see this that don't know a lot about the hobby, they don't get all of that. They don't understand that. They don't get the danger the person's... Sure, they see a big spider arm. They don't recognize, hey, that's a piece of etheria. That could put you in the hospital. You could be suffering from that bite or from the impacts of that bite for months afterwards. It could be debilitating. They don't recognize that stuff. And so what ends up happening is they go, I want one of those. And apparently they're not that bad because they can handle them, not recognizing the differences between species and specimens I literally just had somebody come on to, I think it was my P.S. Lotheria review video, and they had seen somebody holding P. Regalis, and they said, hey, are P. Metallica's that tame? Because I saw somebody holding the P. Regalis, I'd love to be able to get a P. Metallica and handle it eventually. And I'm like, oh no, you gotta be kidding me, because- it takes so much, and in those comments, I think the problem with me is I, I feel the need to, again, educate. I want them to know the information, to know what they're getting into, so it turns into this big, long, you know, explanation of why that's probably not a very good idea, why even the beginner species, you're taking a risk, and sometimes the people get back to you and like, oh, I didn't realize that. Sometimes you never hear from again. Sometimes they go, well, this guy had one. I'm going to do the same thing. It's really tough, so I do think the show-offs that we're going to call it are the folks that get them to show off to their friends, to handle in front of their friends, to show how manly they are, to a put things online to, again, show how incredibly brave they are to get views. Those folks do make up a pretty significant group of people who want to handle tarantulas. They're the most unfortunate ones because I do feel, honestly, that if you're picking up a spider to show off, you're doing that kind of stuff with it, you are not doing the spider just you're not showing that spider respect and I think that's my biggest issue with the folks that carelessly handle those things is they are setting themselves up to get hurt they're setting they're setting a poor example for folks getting in the hobby and it's because there really isn't any respect for the animals I just had somebody come on a comment it was a few days ago, somebody came on and basically said, you spider guys crack me up the way you deal with these spiders. Like they're radioactive. You're so cautious. Where I came from, we used to go out and catch them and pick them up all the time. And in Thailand, they the kids dig them out of holes and they pick them up and they boil them and eat them. Why are you being such a baby with these animals? And it was such an infuriating comment because, again, I'd like to say it's a troll. Sometimes there's trolls, they come on and they're just trying to get a rise. Sometimes there's people, this guy honestly believed that. He was watching the video. And essentially poking fun at me because I was being cautious with my animals. So my response was, yes, you're right. Spider keepers tend to treat these animals with respect. I have no problem with that at all. I don't know why you should either. And he came back and called me an idiot or something. Then it it turned into trolling. Then we ignored him. But that's what it comes down to. It's respect. And I think the folks, and this is where the arguments start the form. And this is where people start to dig in on one side or the other. Folks that are against handling aren't trying to be killjoys. They're not trying to be jerks about it, although sometimes they can come across as jerks when they get a little over-aggressive with, you know, explaining to people that post on Facebook groups or forums that you shouldn't handle, you shouldn't handle ever. And I've seen people come on and tell these people, you just don't care for your animals. They're just, they're animals of you. They're not pets, whatever. No, 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 that's not it at all. The majority of these people have a deep respect for the animals. They respect tarantulas. They recognize they are not domesticated pets. They're not cuddly pets. They're not pets that are going to benefit from human contact. They've... They recognize that basic tarantula husbandry does not require any contact with the spider whatsoever. They are coming at it as a pl- uh, from a place where they love the animals as much as others do, they just respect them. We always use the analogy that they're folks that believe that tarantulas are very much like tropical fish. You set your tropical fish up. You care for them. You feed them. You clean the water. You do all the maintenance and husbandry you'd have to do for an animal. But you don't see somebody calling somebody over their house and going, "Hey, buddy, you you want me to you want to see me handle my Oscar? You want to see me pick up my goldfish?" We don't do it. There's, there, I'm sure there's probably people out there that do. They're jerks, but that's not something people normally do. So we use that analogy because for those of us are, that have that deep respect for tarantulas. We see them the same way. They are beautiful. They are to be admired. They are to be cared for, respected, but there's no need to handle them. These folks feel strongly, sometimes very strongly, that somebody that is handling their spider, especially somebody that is doing it because I love my animal and I want to hold it, are being selfish and exposing their supposed beloved pet to the unnecessary risk of possibly being dropped, having it bolt and jump off, or biting them. And getting flicked off as the person, you know, obviously responds to the pain or whatnot, they see that as not showing the animals the respect that they deserve. And there are some that are a little more open minded to it. They get it. There are others that see no, like we said, there is, you could easily go through this hobby, keep every species of tarantula you could think of, and never put your hand on one or have one on you. There's ways to do it. I've done rehousings where I've built little cardboard contraptions that even during rehousings, there's nowhere for the spider to go. It is not necessary for you to ever handle a tarantula you can go through the whole hobby without it so they see it as you putting your tarantula at unnecessary risk also we talk about and this one comes up a bit and I know folks will argue that it's not very probable and it's not very probable however all it would take is for one kid or one adult to get bit by a spider have something go wrong whether it be an old world whether it be a kid just getting bit by a new world and it makes news and then suddenly you have places banning them or going, Why are people keeping these dangerous animals? It seems far fetched to some. Granted, I've argued before that it's probably not incredibly likely because of how many folks out there go to pet stores, pick up old world species, probably get bit and you never hear anything about, it, but it is possible. It takes one bad piece of publicity for either local or state governments to start going, why are people keeping these dangerous animals? Look at little Bobby got bit by this spider and he ended up in the hospital and everybody's terrified. We don't want a situation like that. So the folks that are anti, anti-handling, it comes from a place of logic and respect. And I want to say people that believe in handling are not logical but in their mind it's a very logical they don't need to be handled we don't handle them that's it now for folks on the other side and I kind of see that one too we did talk about the facts some of them use it to get over their fear some of them it's it's a very how, how do you put it? it's a profound experience to actually hold one of these for the first time and for some of them you know their idea is it's my spider what does it matter to you what I do it, there's people out there eating them. There's people out there killing them. If I hold them and it's out of a place of love and they would say respect, who is that really hurting? If I take out my... A Fauna Pelma Calcotis, and I have her on the floor, and I let her walk a couple times over my hand, who is that really hurting in the grand scheme of things? Could she possibly bite? Sure. Is it probable? Probably not. So there's that other side of it too. I've admitted before, and I will admit it again, that there are times, it doesn't happen very often, but there are times where one of the tarantulas ends up in my hand. And I use the expression, ends up in my hand, because I don't reach in and go, I am going to handle this tarantula. It's a situation like I have a G- that I absolutely adore it was a teeny tiny sling I got by accident I was sent the wrong spider a while back I grew her up from like a third of an inch to now she's about four and a half inches or so and it was several months ago she was climbing out of her enclosure and I put my hand there and she just climbed sat my hand it was adorable I took some pictures and showed Billy because she was downstairs at the time I didn't post it online because I'm not encouraging that kind of thing could I have put myself at risk? Yes, I probably. There's no probably about it. To any point I put my hand out there and put a tarantula in it, I am risking getting getting bitten. But for me, it was kind of like I picked her up, I snapped a couple pictures, I put her back in. I didn't look to hold her. I don't try to hold her. I'm not post any of the pictures online. It was just kind of something to show Billy and my kids. And that's it. I don't make it a habit. And then I talked about one of the uh, rehousing videos I did. I believe it was homeoma species blue Peru. I have one that is about as inquisitive as my H. Chalensis was. And she was out walking about, calmly walked in my hand. I turned my hand around, put it right back in the enclosure. Was I seeking to handle her? No. Did I have her in my hand? Yes. Is that a no-no for many people? Yes, it is. So let me be clear. I do not encourage handling. I do not. Uh, anybody that asked me, I try to dissuade them because again, I think the risks far outweigh the potential rewards. I try to get people educated on it. And my big thing is it's not don't handle them. It's I usually come out with the angle. Listen, I know you've seen a lot of people handle them. There's also a huge contingency of hobbyists that don't think you should handle them at all. And what I try to do is encourage them to examine both sides of it and then make a choice. If somebody comes to me and shows me a picture and I've had this happen before, they email me, they're like, hey, I'm having an issue with my spider. And they send me a picture. It's in their hand. I'm not going to waste time or my breath scolding them for that because it's not the point. They're asking me a question. We're going on beautiful spider, moving on. That's my outlook on it. Now, are there people out there that are more strongly opposed that they they get into it? Yes, there are. And I think... In some ways, we need people like that to have that other viewpoint. Granted, I wish they'd address it. When they go on. When you go on, and this, this goes for anything that's a controversial topic, if you go on and start yelling at the person and make them feel like an idiot, they're not going to listen to you. They're going to do the exact opposite. So do we need people going on going, you're an idiot, your spider's going to die, you're going to get bit? No, of course not. What we need is for people to give them a differing perspective. And we should always, the center of this argument, The pith of the issue for those who are against handling is always respect. It's a respect for the animal. And I think anybody on any side of this argument, when you're trying to decide whether or not this is something you should be doing, whether, you know, whatever your viewpoints are, respect should be a huge part of your decision-making process. And that's what I tell people when I, you know, they ask me about the handling, give them the information here's the thought process. First and foremost, respect the animals. They deserve their respect. When folks come up and go, hey, how come you haven't been bitten before? How is that possible? You have all these spiders. You must have been bitten before. No, I haven't because I treat them with respect. I try to work with my animals in a way that keeps me and the animals safe at all times. And I think that's what we should all come at this for. But she'll be yelling at somebody or chastising somebody that was, I don't know, working with their T-albopelosis and she calmly crawled out into their hand. They put it back in. I'm not getting on that. No. I, and that's one of those spots where I feel wishy-washy because I do see both sides of it. I see that idea that these are pets. I love them. And in the very least, I want to show my pet affection and I want to handle them in a quote unquote safe way. I understand that. And I also see the other side that says when you do that, you put them at risk. I could see somebody come on right now if I post this up and says, well, Tom, you handle those two spiders. You could have put those spiders at risk. I can't argue that because although I felt pretty darn confident they were going to crawl onto my hand, they were going to crawl right back off my hand and they did. God only knows what could happen if one of them sunk their fangs in or bolted or whatever. They've got very good points. So I do see both sides of it. I think the trick is for folks to recognize that there is a way when this issue comes up and there's somebody that's dead set on handling. Now, again, I don't see any reason to handle the old worlds. I'm not even touching that one. We're not even getting it. I just see no... Reason at all to handle old worlds. But if I I think it comes down to if you're anti handling and you see somebody that's new to the hobby that may not know any better, share some of those points. Share some of those things to think about. Think about respect. What are you going to do if that spider bites you? Are you going to be able to hold your hand there? And I have seen people do this and it blows my mind where the spiders bit and they held their hand down so the spider, so they wouldn't flick the spider away while it was biting them. I have a pretty good pain tolerance. I don't know if I could do that. Some people can, but are you going to be able to do that? You're going to be like the majority of us. you are going to flick your hand. Think about just be willing. If you're on the side that's, Pro handling, be willing to think about those consequences before you do it. Have it in your mind, recognize it. If you're still going to handle, there are people out there that talk about the safest way to do it, the best things you can do, you know, not h- holding them too high off the floor, you know, sitting, a lot of folks will do it, they'll sit on the floor and handle them right over top But it. You know, do th- take precautions to make sure there's little risk as possible to the animal and be open-minded and recognize that every time you do that, you know, I had to do the same thing, recognize that you are essentially putting the animal at risk for really no reason other than to just play with your pet, which, fine. And if you're on the side that is totally against it, don't bash people off. It does, it, it does, I know people get passionate and they get frustrated, and I know for a fact people look at that when they see somebody handling, it really irritates them because all they can think of is you are putting that animal at risk for your own selfish needs. Believe me, I get the argument. I 100% get the argument, but try to be a little more persuasive in explaining why that upsets you again explain those issues somebody that may not somebody comes on goes yeah I know it's not going to happen well there's probably you're not going to see eye to eye you're not going to reach them if you get somebody that comes on that's just starting to handle for the first time or thinks that they have to handle and you explain this in a polite way Well, you'd be surprised on how many folks will reevaluate that. We'll sit there and go, man, I never realized that. I thought everybody held, or I didn't think of the fact that it could bite even if it seems to be tame. Just make sure it's all about having that information to make informed decisions and yelling at folks, telling them they're horrible owners, somebody should take away their spiders or telling other folks that they don't love their animals because they don't handle them. that That doesn't help anything. One of the best comment threads I've ever seen on one of my YouTube videos. I wish to, gosh, I could figure out which one it was. I tried to find it before this one. But essentially, I'd said something about not handling. And somebody came on and went, what do you mean you don't handle? I understand that I want to handle. So I kind of explained a bit. Well, a lot of different people chimed in. And it was actually a really nice civil debate over handling. To the point where if somebody were to be thinking about handling and came on and read this, they would pretty much get both arguments very Beautifully and intelligently and logically put on both sides and they can make a decision. So let's have more of that on the boards and on the Facebook groups when it comes up. Let's, instead of jumping all over somebody, let's have that nice debate so at least people have the information coming in. Nothing's going to persuade people more than civil discourse. Having people scream at each other, those, you know, popcorn threads where people are just like, oh, here we go, does nothing. Let's be civil about it. Let's explain why we think the way we do. Why do we think we can handle them? Be open-minded when people may come at you with something that you don't agree with. So when you say, hey, my little T. loves cuddle time and somebody goes, I hate to inform you, but the spiders really don't work that way. Be open-minded on both sides. Always, again, bottom line, always have respect for the animals in the back of your mind when you do this. What is the best thing for your animal? If you take that approach to it, if you go, what is the absolute best thing to make sure that my animal doesn't come to harm that my animal is as safe as it could possibly be in my care. Take it from that perspective and go from there. And again, when this argument inevitably pops up on some type of Facebook group or YouTube comments or whatever, be rational, be intelligent, be logical. We have enough conflict going on these days without adding more to it. Try to keep things civil because that's going to be the way to reach people regardless of what side of this you're on. If you come across freaking out and telling people off, nobody's going to listen. If you can have a logical debate, there's a lot to be gleaned from both sides on it. All right. So that's about it for that one. That's all I've got to say about that. How's that? Um, Again, it's a topic that I'll probably continue to revisit in a few years from now anyway, because I think it bears repeating I think it's like a lot of topics in our hobby where there are impassioned people on both sides of it because, again, this isn't coming from even the folks that want to argue that the folks that are handling them don't love their transfers. No, they love them too much. They want to hold them. And the folks on the other side, they say they don't love them. No, no, they love them to the point where they're showing them the respect that they feel they deserve. So it's one of those tough ones because both sides think they're right. Will the arguments ever end? I don't think I'll ever see it happen in my lifetime, quite frankly, but it's something that every once in a while, it's nice for all of us to just take a step back, reconsider it, listen to both sides of it, and formulate our own, hopefully, intelligent and logical opinions. So that will do it for this one. Again, Happy New Year to everybody. Hopefully, 2022 gets off to a better start than the last two years. You can find me on thomasbigspiders.com. You can find me on YouTube. Last video I posted was my, what was the last video? Oh mega robustum the colombian giant red leg a crowd favorite everybody loves those so i just rehoused my female into a new enclosure and billy got some amazing footage of her we've been playing with this new camera i have trying to get the settings right because some of the video we've had lately has been terrible not her fault at all just trying to figure out the new settings of this and lighting whatnot so we got some good footage of that so anybody interested in that species can check it out that'll do it for this one as always guys stay safe and we'll catch you all next time